Well, hello, everybody. It's me. It's Jake. It's Jake. It's episode 160. Hey, the Golden Globes were on last night, and uh, I watched them with my wife, Belinda Weymouth, and that's her last name. She has a different last name than, than I do, although I think she, she did tell me she's able to cash checks that are made out to her first name and my last name, so... There you go. Let's wait for the next banking scandal and global economic collapse, because I think it may be caused by me and our modern name strategy that we've got going on here in our household. Anyway, we watched the Golden Globes last night. I thought it would be fun to talk about movies with my wife. <laughs> we haven't seen a ton of movies. And uh, so this is what that is this week um, right now. I hope you enjoy it. Also, this was recorded last night. We did not know at that time that David Bowie had passed away, so we did not talk about that. And I'm not really talking about that right now. It is, it's quite sad, and there are many uh, great things that you can go and listen to about David Bowie on the Internet. And you should, but not right now. Right now you should listen to – crank it up and listen to this. It's silly talk about movies. And before – hey, wait a second. Hold on. Whose show is this? It's my show. And uh, I do these live shows. They're comedy. They're live stand-up comedy shows. They're quite entertaining, and they're not free, unlike this. And, but if you come to one of those, then it makes me feel better about doing this for free so that we can be together here on your treadmill or out at your boxing gym or whatever you're doing right now, walking your dog. Or I hope – well, I hope – well, if it's sexual, that's – I can deal with it. I'm just not going to imagine it. Anyway, this Friday, January 15th – this is 2016, everyone. Friday, January 15th, I'm going to be in Bozeman, Montana – Montana at the Ellen, Ellen Theater. I don't know what happened to my mouth on that. Let me try it again. January 15th, Bozeman, Montana, the Ellen Theater. Yep. Come on out. We're going to have a good time, and I uh, hope I'm going to see a bear or a moose on that trip, or both. Wouldn't it be great if I could see both? Uh, January 21 to 23, I'm going to be in Columbus, Ohio at the Funny Bone. I doubt that I will see a bear or a moose, but we will have a good time in the Pretend Town Mall there in Columbus, Ohio, the Easton Town Center. Uh, so come to that. Uh, I've got a private show in Seattle, January, February 11 to 14. I am not going to be in Iowa. I'm not going to be. I thought I was. February 17th to 20th, I'm going to be in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I'm coming up to Detroit, Michigan, March 3 through 5. You can check my website, jakethis.com, and find out about all those things. And then don't forget, I'm coming to Australia to the Melbourne Comedy Festival. That's right. It's a festival. I'm going to be in a festival in Australia. I don't know, I, I haven't picked out my outfit for that yet, but because I've got some time, I've got some time, and I've been busy talking about movies with my wife, so let's uh, get on with that, shall we? How, how do you feel about it? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay, I assume you're ready. Here we go. This is exciting, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you were talking to me, but I suppose... Yeah, I was. I um, was talking yeah. to you. I can't yeah. look right at you right now because I'm working on the knob for the thing. Oh, right. You're, the, um, you're our technical I'm assistant. I'm the producer. Yeah, you're the, and you're the engineer of I'm this podcast. I'm not just the host. I'm also the producer. And the, and the engineer. Yes, the engineer. Yeah. <laughs> yes, keep saying it. I'm just the ride-along. No, no, you're the guest. Oh, yes, I'm the guest this week. Hello, I'm the guest. Yes. I just thought it would be fun to talk about movies. We watched the Golden Globes, which is a thing that we don't 
I don't think I've seen the Golden Globes in about 10 years. The last time I saw it was the last time Ricky Gervais was the host, and, and uh, he made me laugh. He's pretty funny. Yeah. He, he was Shalom. <laughs> yeah, the whole Mel Gibson thing. He and Mel, they should really do a team act, I think. <laughs> yeah, but Mel Gibson can hardly stand being on the same stage with him. Did you see how he was when he had his arm around him? Yeah, I think that it was, was the pro- body language. I think <laughs> it was really a like problem. Kind of just, just, just a little bit further away, if you could. It's funny. I feel like what Mel Gibson did was pretty naughty, and that they're still giving him more chances. But you know, I guess he did make all that money from that uh, movie about Jesus. Yeah, and there are some Jesus lovers out there. Yeah, they are. Yes, there mm. are. Oh, look, there are all the stars. Here's all the stars watching. and the winners. I have them on the... Yeah. I just thought it would be fun for us to talk about movies because we've seen only a few. <laughs> and <laughs> Well, they have them all come out at the end of the year so that they can be ready for the Golden Globes and the Oscars. And then, you have to, and then they're all incredibly long and it's really hard to watch them because they're all two and a half hours. So it's a huge amount of your life you to you know dedicate to watching movies. Yeah. We've seen Carol's Spotlight... The Revenant, Joy. Well, I've seen Mad Max. And you've seen The Martian. Well. No, you've read no, The Martian. No, I've read The Martian. I haven't seen it. Uh-huh. But I do think Matt Damon is good. Yeah. And so... Well, Matt Damon, nicest guy in Hollywood. I mean, come on. He is pretty nice. He really is. I know there was one interview that he did something that someone didn't like how he answered it. He was... I don't think he was a homophobe, but he did something <laughs> naughty like that. But, I mean, you see him on one of these shows and... And you see, you see why Ben Affleck has been faithful to Matt Damon. <laughs> well, that was Ricky Gervais's joke. Yeah, I yes, know. I'm building on. I yeah, do. I'm yes. stealing from Ricky. Matt, uh, Matt Damon is <clears throat> Matt Damon is all all class. He's great, and I would like to see The Martian. And it won the best picture musical or <laughs> musical or comedy <laughs> yeah, yeah, category. Yeah, because it's so funny. This Ridley Scott getting up, going <clears throat> like it's a comedy. <laughs> yeah, this is the Hollywood foreign press. Is, yeah. This is yeah. slightly kooky. But I didn't think, yeah, what were the other ones? The Big Short didn't seem like that much of a comedy to me either. But no, that was a horror story. It was in the comedy category. Mm. Spy, now we both agreed that based on um, them presenting for that category, the director and... Uh, well, she's really funny, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, Jason Statham. Yeah. And Paul Feig, they were funny enough presenting their Golden Globe. And look who's in it, my old boyfriend, Jude Law. Is that Jude Law? Yeah, yeah Jude that's Law. Jude I totally Law. I totally see that movie. Come on, are you kidding? All right, so we'll see. Yeah, the, we'll, we'll see, see that. that. So well, I've seen all of <laughs> I've seen all of those movies. I've the seen best picture. Yeah. So it's Trainwreck, The Big Short, Spy, Joy, and then The Martian. So the only one I haven't seen in that category is the winning movie. The Martian, but I would have to say, well, no, I haven't seen Spy. So I, I Spy is more of a comedy, but The Martian, I'm, I'm ready to see The Martian. Trainwreck, I thought was fine. I'm not going to give it an award this year, mm. but I'm not in charge of giving out any awards. So, so that's that's well, a big really load off. Be. What about, what that's a big give, load off Amy Schumer's awards on your podcast. Yeah. Our awards, fuck the other awards. What about our awards? I have to say, I can't give out any awards for movies that I've seen so far. Okay, so in the they're too <clears throat> long. Best picture drama. You saw Carol. Didn't yeah. care for it. Let's hear it. <laughs> what was wrong with it? That's, okay. You're going to have to be a little more articulate. A little more specific than that. I don't know. Oh, come on. A couple of raspberries. All right. Carol. So boring. OMG. I mean, I love Todd Haynes' other one, Far From Heaven. I thought that was beautiful. But I mean, 1950s gaydom. Okay, we've done it. And interracial relationships. I mean, this is just, you know, lady gaydom. But I have to say, man, you know, this was 
Kate Blanchett's Touching My Hair and Smoking Cigarettes movie, if she had to fluff her curls one more time and sort of, you know, light a cigarette and smoke meaningfully, it was it was really intolerable. There wasn't enough script. It was boring. I didn't get the chemistry between them. And here's the thing. Can I really go Go for full it. Hog? Yeah, no, okay. this, the, you're actually talking about a movie that you've seen, so I encourage yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I've got I, so. Okay. So this is what's happened is as TV has gotten really good in the exact sort of opposite, in, in inverse, inverse proportionately or proportionally movies have gotten worse they're not as well paced they're not as well scripted as tv is now they're really long so what should take them an hour and 20 minutes they're spending two hours and 20 minutes to tell you it gets tedious and carol was tedious i could barely sit through it i mean i could barely make myself sit down and well let me something. ask you the question And that's not the only movie this year i felt that way about no I, <clears throat> and believe me i hope we're going to get to all of them how, what about yeah, hot lesbian sex? Was there any hot lesbian sex oh, in Carol? Oh, no. I mean, there was one lesbian sex scene, but no, that took way too long. And, and by that point, I didn't care. They should, have st- they should have had some hot lesbian sex right out the gate. They wanted to keep me for the two hours and 20 minutes and then way more of it because that hot lesbian sex you know, goes a long way. Well, that goes – I think that's, a, that's strong advice to anyone making any movie. <laughs> it's, you start off and with I'm, some hot lesbian sex and you can go kind of anywhere from there. Well, yeah, I mean, this movie was way, it was so pretentious and it was so, yes, it's beautiful and yes, the clothes are great and you've really got that decade and the art direction, oh, it was delicious and they must have had fun making it. But I just didn't get, there was no chemistry and yeah, the sex wasn't that good when it happened and, you know, you know, you could tell who was the senior actress because she didn't have to show off any of her body. And I get it. You know, you have a, you know, you have it written in your contract. But anyway, I well, was... maybe I think that's a good rule of filmmaking too. You focus on the younger naked people. I mean, that's... get their tits right out, left, you know, front and center. <laughs> well, center screen. I I was trying to be a little bit more sophisticated the way I was expressing that. But speaking of sex, mm-hmm. you saw Spotlight. I didn't see Spotlight. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's that's, they, that's, well, that's the one sex. where you don't want them to start you off. Do with not any want hot to see, sex. You do not want to see the sex, and that you don't want to see poor children being molested by Catholic priests. Well, that was another one. I mean, I I have to say that during the Christmas season of all the long movies that came out to get you know their awards nominations right before the awards, I felt like I was the Scrooge. I was so bar humbug about everything. Mm-hmm. Spotlight, another one. Everyone goes on about how great it is. Really long, really boring. There's no tension. It's not good. And even people I know who'd been dying to see it. I mean, it's just underwhelming. Really, really underwhelming with all those good actors in it. Lee Schreiber does a nice job, nice job though. And Mark is, a, you know, I think Mark is great. Ruffalo, but Mark Ruffalo was he in Spotlight yeah. as well? He's in Spotlight, and so is Michael Keaton. It's got good people in and they've it. They've got a lot of people in it. Yeah, yeah. Those are people. all good people. They're good people. I just feel like to try and make a blockbuster about Catholic priests molesting. I, I just I don't get it. That's I don't want to buy a ticket. They even to had that. a deep throat. I, oh come on, really? <laughs> there is a guy. But he's a psychologist, and you never see him. He's only okay. you only hear him. But the problem is, is it didn't have. There was no tension to it. It was just like this sort of. Really, it was very linearly, linear, linear, linearly. Linear? Linear. Yeah, that word. Yeah, yeah. I knew. Yeah, I told you it was a bit Congratulations. late. Congratulations. Yeah. Way to bring it home. Mm. And then. I can bring it in for a landing. I told you. Yeah. And then this room. The oh, room. Well, now that I know what the room is about, I'm not going to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. That's another kind of freaky 
sex. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not interested in the room. I mm. get maybe it's wonderful. Maybe it's a beautiful mother. It's supposed uh, to be great love story. Yeah, but I just I can't. She won the Golden Globe for actress in it. Yeah, and she was really sweet. Did you hear at the end of her acceptance speech? She didn't. She didn't have time to thank you. She's going to send you a thank you note. She is going. I mean, I've never heard anyone in their acceptance speech say, "If I forgot to mention you, I'm going to send you a thank you note." Brie Larson, that was cute. All right, so but we're still not going to see that. We're not. Well, going, we're you not know, going to see I've heard room. it's amazing, and it's a, and I'd heard it's it was really about room. maternal r- love, but really, it's about a lady who gets abducted by a man and made to have sex with him and have a baby and then be prisoner for years and years and make it okay for her kid until the, that, the kid's like however however old that kid looks, six or eight or whatever, and then they bust out. I think is what happens. Spoiler yeah. alert! Oh, geez, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, but she should have known better. And then Mad Max, I saw that on the uh, airplane. I was in first class, and you could choose from the many movies on the hard drive of the airplane. Well, my boyfriend Charlie's Theron looks really cute in it. Charlie's Theron is everybody's boyfriend in that movie. Yeah, I mean, she is yeah. great. But, you know, I don't think she was nude in it. I don't think she was. No, she's got a. I can't remember. She's got a. a she's got eyeliner that starts underneath her eyes goes and goes right all over, over, her over her head. head yeah. yeah, yeah, and she's got a really short hairdo because that's how you can best apply eyeliner to your scalp is when you've got really short hair. Mm. I think nice that, one makeup artist whoever that, did that. I that, mean, really genius. That might be just a bit of smoke damage, but yeah, Mad Max. That was a fun movie. I didn't. And I'm, that's Tom Hardy, your boyfriend, right behind her. Yeah, t- yeah. I love Tom Hardy. Yeah, he doesn't I know really you do. Talking that very much. Yeah, well. You know, some people don't have to. We saw the other Tom Hardy movie, Legend. That's not one of the nominated movies, but we didn't care for that. Did we? Did you like Legend? No, that was... About the Cray brothers? Yeah, that should have been good because it's got Tom Hardy playing two brothers. He's playing both of them. Yeah, normally you get him And he's really good. He's he's good in everything, and he was good in that. But see, he's really good on TV and Peaky Blinders because TV, again... You know, you watch him for 48 minutes. In a oh, yeah, but I, I love No, he's I've great in movies, movies. I know. I just really want to give movies a hard time right now. Yeah. And The Revenant, that was the winning, that was the best motion picture drama. Yeah. They, the script, the, the dialogue fits on 15 pages. So. Is that true? Do you know that? <laughs> it's, it's not much talking, that's for sure. Yeah, there's not much talking. It's a lot of man versus wild versus man versus wild versus man in a really cold river for longer than he could have actually survived it. Yeah, it's really, there's some unbelievable stuff that happens in the remnant. Remnant. In the (laughs) remnant? When I'm remembering the remnant. It's linear. I call it the remnant. It's called the remnant. Yeah. Think of it as a, yes. Yeah. But I have to say, Leonardo. If you're thinking about moving anywhere where it's winter a lot, watch the remnant and then don't because it's, Oh, it makes you cold just watching the thing. Yeah, but okay, so Leonardo is my new um, boyfriend because on the red carpet, he gave a shout out to, uh, hey, everybody, climate change is real and it's happening because wherever they were shooting during the winter, he said they'd go from it being freezing to suddenly the weather got warm and all the snow melted. So they had to go down to the Southern Hemisphere to Argentina, Argentina, where there was snow to finish filming it because they lost all their snow in you know North America or Canada, wherever they were. So we got a very nice little mention about climate change and on the red carpet. And also we've got to listen to our native an indigenous people yes our first and respect nations the planet and protected yeah. for future genera- generate yeah. generations and their generations. resources that we're stealing yeah so he, he did it twice so i have to say you know i mean i mean i was already a big fan because of you know what he says about 
um, climate change. But, of yeah. course, yeah, he, he took it to another level tonight. So shout up to, out to you, Leonardo. Hats off to him. Yeah, um, yeah. Just kind of going through the uh, Maura Tierney had a pretty good speech, I thought. Which uh, one was she? She was the one who had the glasses on and she... Oh, yeah, she was yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked her. And what about the crazy ex-girlfriend? I thought she had the best lady acceptance yeah, speech tonight. She, she was good. Scroll down. You just keep talking until yeah, um, Jennifer Lawrence won, Matt Damon. We know about that. She's in um, – uh, was she in it's some kind of comedy or a musical because she's in that crazy ex-girlfriend yeah, thing? Yeah, she's in – she, well, that's what she won for, the crazy yeah. ex-girlfriend. But her, her speech was really great. It seemed really – she was for real. Okay, Lady, she's Gaga, be, oh. Lady Gaga won. Yeah, that was yeah. That speech was a bit. Oh, kooky. we both liked Taraji Henson, <laughs> the cookie who plays yeah, cookie on cookie Empire. giving out cookies. That was a good. Yeah, that was a don't you speech. shut me up! Don't you shut me up! Okay, that girl over there. Yeah, Rachel Rachel Bloom from Crazy Ex Girlfriend. It made me want to watch that too. I want to watch that show based on her speech. Yeah. And I've wanted to watch Empire for a while, but, you know, who can, how are we going to do that? Well, this is the thing, man. There's just too much. I mean, we can't watch all of it because there's too much of it. But it is a TV show. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. So it's shorter. So it's right up my bully. Yeah. Yeah, if it can be shorter and if it can be in my time frame. But, you know, Bloodlines Ben Mendelsohn, giving a shout out to my um, fellow Antipodean. He's from Australia. I'm from New Zealand. But he is so good in that. And I have to say, I was a little sad when he didn't win actor in a supporting role. Did you like Bloodlines? You watched it without me, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Did you watch all of it? I cheated on you. Yeah, I did. Man, I can't believe you did that. He's back up there with the hat on, I think. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. After our boyfriend, Kyle Chandler, was in that, too. Isn't he? Bloodline? Yeah, yeah, he's in that, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't count him, though, as a boyfriend, actually. Well, we did like him a lot in uh, Friday Night Lights. Yeah, yeah, he was true. good in that, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was a lovely husband and a football Wolf coach. Wolf Hall, you didn't have too many good things to say about Wolf oh, Hall. Oh, Wolf Hall, man. Well, I, the book is so good, Hilary Mandel. Thank you so much for writing a really good book. You have to, I mean, you found the miniseries or what the TV thing a yawn, and it was just, I mean, when they were talking tonight about it being BBC quality TV, I'm like, uh-uh. I know my quality BBC TV, and Wolf Hall, I'm afraid, was not it. What's your favorite BBC TV show, if you had to well, pick one? Well, <laughs> I mean, God, Doctor Who right now. Yeah, I thought so. It would have to be Doctor Who right now. Yeah, I would have. But I've also been watching all the, you know, the... Um, um, Charles Dickens, Little Dorrit, Bleak House. Mm-hmm. Those are pretty fantastic. Was the Wrong Man's, do they do that? Does that Wrong Man's in Yonderland? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think yeah. those were BBC yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the BBC, man, come on, they're great. Yeah, well, the Wrong Man's is very funny. Yeah, the Wrong Man's is very funny. Like so James I, Corden, the, the host of the whatever the late, late yeah, yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, he is very funny. But the other guy, what's his name, Matthew Boynton? I'm saying his name wrong, Bainton. Yeah, he's Bainton, yeah. Um, I have. I would be just completely silent in the Golden Globes when they swore they were silent. But he is brilliant. I think. Yes, Matthew Bainton. He's good. Um, Jamie Fox. Did you enjoy Jamie Fox in well, the Golden Jamie Globes? Fo- yeah, Jamie Fox. I love how he loves his daughter, and he was great about her. Or was it his wife? I'm just saying. Daughter. No, it's his daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did because I'm suddenly like, ooh, I. But um, yeah, and then when he ghettoed. Um, Tarantino right back when apparently and I heard from my husband Jake Johansson that after Tarantino said ghetto that that's like another word that's now not supposed to be yeah mentioned. you're not supposed to say ghetto ghetto yeah but I thought it was great when Jamie Foxx ghettoed Tarantino back 
And um, I mean, I think, if and I think his thing about straight out of Compton and how he just went right for that with the music because absolutely true. Everyone loves straight out of Compton. And where were they in the Golden Globes? Well, that, yeah, that is true. But that was a little bit like, I can't remember who was it, Kanye or who was it that did that thing where they, they were making light of. I can't remember. This is terrible now. Taylor Swift or somebody won. And it's, you know, you're diminishing the people who actually won when you suggest that. It's a valid point that Straight Outta Compton should have been nominated. But this other movie won. And uh, and so don't go... Ta- it was the... Don't mo- go stealing their thunder? Yeah, it was, hmm. it was from... Uh, it was The Hated Eight won the uh, best uh, original score. But I do get... Yeah, I d- yeah, no, it was actually song. It wasn't the whole score. It was the song, remember, because it wasn't... It's the best original score. They've got so many categories. It's the best original song, I'm pretty sure. Well, I, so. I, I disagree with you, but, uh, mm. but that's well, you fine. Can. You saw Inside Out. You enjoyed Inside Out. That won oh, for Best yeah, Animated right. Motion Picture. Mm. It was okay. It was okay. Everyone... But- yeah, see, this is why I say I'm like the Scrooge. I'm so bummed. Like, I thought Inside Out was a fantastic concept, and I thought they could have gone deeper. And I know that sounds really, you know, kind of, um, you know, it's a kid's movie. It's about feelings. It's about what's inside us. It's about, it's not just about the good feelings. It's about all the feelings. Mm -hmm. I get that. But I thought that when they were sitting at the dining table and it was the emotions of the different characters, you know, kind of going you know, head to head with each other. I thought that was really funny. And then most of the rest of the time, we just had to deal with the little girl's good feelings versus her bad feelings. And maybe you have to break it down for kids like that. But as a sophisticated adult member of the audience who, you know, knows a little bit about, uh, anyway, whatever. Don't you are a sophisticated to, member. Don't, don't listen to me. Well, I'm also, <laughs> you don't have to listen to me, people. Everyone else loved Inside Out. Well, I think you did enjoy it. I think you had fun. You came home laughing about it. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see Shaun the Sheep. I like Sheep. Shaun the Sheep. I don't know if I can hang in for. So I'm just looking at these movies to see which ones I want to see. So now we're gonna we're gonna see Steve Jobs now. Yeah, we're because, gonna see Steve Jobs. That's another two and a half hours of our life. We're yeah, gonna give up for that. I feel like they keep making movies about Steve Jobs, and I, I I feel like I know everything I need to know about him, but because it. But you haven't seen Michael Fassbender be Steve Jobs. No, you're right. I haven't. No, you haven't. And Quentin Tarantino, The Hateful Eight. That's really long. Supposed to be good, but I don't know if I can sit through the violence of that. I'm into it. I'm in, I know I'm going to watch The Hateful Eight. Just, excuse me. Let me go up a second. Who are these people over here? Those are those are um, best oh, performance by an actor in a supporting Stallone role. Stallone was good. We liked him tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did a good job. Who's that? Oh, that's Kate Winslet. Yeah, Kate Gosh. Winslet for her yeah. performance in Steve Jobs. Okay, Jane Fonda in Youth was pretty great. Did you see Youth? Yeah, I've seen Youth. I loved Youth. Oh, you did? I well, loved good. it, yeah. You loved it? Yeah, what I was won't, there were, What was that about? When did well, you see that? Well, that's about two octogenarians, one who's a composer played by Michael Caine, who is so good in it and so funny and kind of understated and fantastic. And then his, his daughter is played by Rachel Wise. She's lovely. And then Paul Dano plays a movie star who's trying to create his next role. It turns out he's playing Hitler. Um, And then there's Harvey Keitel, who is a movie director who's got a sort of a little coterie of actors who he's, they're doing improvisations and trying to come up with a script. He needs Jane Fonda, who's his, you know, movie star to be in it. He's kind of the weak link in it, but Michael Caine is, and it's in the Swiss Alps in this, you know, sort of spa hotel and it's surreal, Fellini-esque. It's the director who made Everything is Beautiful 
yeah, I loved it. I thought it was great. All right. It's my kind of movie. Youth. Youth, yeah. You're into that. Yeah. All right. And I loved Mark Ruffalo in um, Impossibly Polar Bear or Infinitely Polar Infinitely Bear. Infinitely Polar Bear. I yeah. started to watch that on the plane and I just couldn't. I had a bail on it. Mm. And yet I was able to watch all of Al Pacino in Danny Collins. Ooh. And yeah. that was tough. That, that was, was pretty t- tough sledding. Oh, that was ter- yeah, that was- but I made it through just based. Al Pacino carried me through there. Yeah. I just really enjoyed I his say I was performance. All the way through. Yeah, no, you didn't make mm. it. Yeah. You didn't make it. No. And what's Matt Damon? He's oh, that's in the musical of the comedy, The Martian. Yeah, because yeah. The Martian is yeah. so funny. Yeah, that's what he won. Yeah. Um, oh, Joy, Jennifer Chase, Lawrence, Joy. Man, that movie. That yeah, was too we didn't long. care for Joy. We didn't care for Joy. No. She invented a mop. Who knew that that wasn't going to be an exciting, exciting movie? I'd like to see Maggie Smith, the lady in the van. Well, I do I like love Maggie me some Smith. Dame Maggie. Oh, she's funny. What's the What's lady in the weekend? van about? What's a weekend? That's one of my favorite lines from Downton Abbey. What is a weekend? What is a weekend? Um, what is the lady in a van? In the van? Do you know about? She's it? the lady. It's based on a real life story. She ends up living in a van. She's homeless, mm-hmm. and she ends up living in a van which she parks in the driveway of an English playwright. Who is it again? Who's the playwright whose driveway she's in? Um, but it's about their kind of relationship, and you know she's smelly. She doesn't bathe, and. You know, she's sort of problematic in the neighborhood and she yells at people and she's defensive and crabby. So a um, bit different from her character in Downton Abbey. Oh, yeah. She's not, yeah, the dowager. Yeah, she's not. Yeah. Yes, exactly. She's not, what is her weekend? Yeah. In that. But, you know, she's she looks pretty great in it. Who is the... Oh, it doesn't matter who the English director is. So just working my way around mm. here. The Danish girl. Did you see the Danish girl? I like me some Eddie Redmayne. I think he's a wonderful actor, but I'm not rushing to see the Danish girl, I have to admit. It doesn't seem like when I look at Eddie Red, Redmayne, it doesn't, he, he's more handsome than I thought he was when I saw him in the Golden Globes. I, he seemed more handsome than he looked in that, uh, what was the movie last year? The, well, he was playing Stephen, Stephen Hawking. Hawking. I mean, yeah. yeah. But it's he doesn't a, look, he looks like he's got too many, t- too much teeth for his his face. Like he can't contain all those teeth inside of his mm, face. Some people have their, some people, their tongues are a couple of sizes too big. He, he's, uh, with Eddie, it's the teeth. They're just a couple of sizes smaller. They could all fit in there. Yeah. And then when he's got all that red lipstick on, when it, once he's, a, you know, turning into the lady version of himself. Is that in the Danish girl? Is he a Danish? He's, he, the, he's the first, tran- he's the first person who actually goes transsexual, who ha- who is gender reassigned. Um, via surgery, my love. Oh my God, that's oh. what the Danish girl is yeah, about. He gets his penis cut off. Oh my God, I can't watch that. Oh, you could if you had more. Which would I rather watch, Room or the Danish Girl? All of these movies are just so. <gasps> we should watch Brooklyn. That would be sweet. That's. I'll with, only um, watch it if Searcher. it's. Does it take place on a spaceship? No, it doesn't take. It takes place in Brooklyn, and she's an Irish immigrant. She goes Searcher, to Brooklyn. Searcher. That's Charisse. No, that's not. No, apparently you say it. You say it, Sersha. Sersha. No, that's Sharice. That's how you spell Sharice. Mm. Okay. Well, whatever. Sersha Ronan. She's in Brooklyn. She's in Brooklyn, and, and she Brooklyn falls about? in love. She moves. I think it's the forties or the thirties or something. Or I've got I've got the decade wrong. But she leaves Ireland and she goes to New York, and she's in Brooklyn, and she falls in love with someone there who's dying to marry her and introduces introducing her to his family and everything. But there's just one little problem. What is it? She wants to be a man. No, it's not that. She. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
She's and not a gay man. No, she wants to. She's got a. She's got a boyfriend back in Ireland, and so it's you know she's got to make a horrible, painful decision. Mm. But that's all I know because I've only seen the um, preview. Yeah. I've only seen the trailer. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I know what she's going to decide. Um, we oh, s- she's going to choose the American. Yeah, well, that's what you did. Yeah, I chose the American. Um, I didn't have to go home to New Zealand though and have a sort of a terrible sort of you know confrontation with a you know no you just a boyfriend there drew a or picture anything. of your middle finger and mailed it over there. <laughs> so Brian Cranston, all the Trumbo. boys I've known. Yeah, yeah. no, I know you're popular. Oh, with the- Trumbo. We saw Trumbo. We didn't care for it. Again. I mean, I thought he was good. I th- the acting was good, but it's again, it's like I didn't, I didn't need to see a movie about it. I felt like I'd already seen that movie. This is the thing. It's sort of make a new movie. This is why I want to go see The Martian. And why I want to see Train. I want to see Spy. I definitely want to see Spy. Yeah, because they're ridiculous things. I, and I want to see Trainwreck because that guy, who's that guy who's in Trainwreck with her? He's funny. He is funny. I can't. Mm. Re- he's he's funny. Mm. He's very funny, and he's great in it. Yeah. It's not the poster makes it look like she's this complete outrageous freak lady and but she's, she, not. she's not it's much more of a romantic comedy than, than it is a uh, it's not it Amy kind Schumer of talking insane... about her vagina but using using the c word no. when she does no yeah i don't need to see that it's not too much of that. i think that's what her comedy special is about yeah yeah well, i've seen a little bit of that it's like okay i'm i've i've heard a lot of people talking about their vaginas yeah frank frank pussy talk it's yeah. uh, it's out there it's a yeah. meme it's a thing that's going on yeah, it's just a bit tired. Yeah, well, I liked it the first time I heard it, and I and I and I do enjoy it a little bit. A little bit of it goes a long way. Um, Who's that guy, Mark? Mark Rylance. Rylance. He's in Bridge of Spies, which we didn't see. Bridge of Spies. Is he? Oh, he's also he's in um, he's in Wolf Hall. Is he? Well, how about yeah, that? Let me go down a bit. It's really fun having this thing. Yeah, look, isn't that him there too? No, I don't believe that's true. But you know, I don't know. Oh, I'm pretty sure that's the yeah. same guy. It could be. Well, we can't IMDb them. No, Paul Dano. Ridley Scott made a nice little speech about. Well, I like that he mentioned his brother. He mentioned his brother, mm. as you would. Yeah, you would. You I totally know. would. I thought Sylvester Stallone make a, made a really great speech. Yeah, I was a bit worried. I thought, oh no, here it comes. It could be a bit of a train wreck. But he was great. He was great. Yeah. And I love the when he talked about um, what Rocky. What's Rocky's his imaginary last name? friend? Yeah, his Ro- Rocky yeah. Balboa. You Rocky don't know Balboa. Rocky's last name. Well, I couldn't remember it just then because I'm on a podcast, so I'm feeling. Yeah, no, you I know, know it's a lot of pressure. Yes. We're, yeah, lying. You're, yeah, we're lying, we're lying in, bed. in our bed, <laughs> <laughs> talking, laughing, yeah, relaxing, getting ready to go to bed. I just did a little burp. Yeah, congratulations, please. <laughs> yeah. In case people didn't hear it, it's important for them to know. Yeah, know yeah. that. Um, the brand new testament that God looks, oh these foreign movies yes mm-hmm. son of soul hungry the winner son of soul it's a, yeah. holo- a holocaust movie yeah it's supposed to be shown um shot in lots of close up so you sort of see the stuff going on mm. you know the people going to the gas chamber and everything but it's all um kind of in the background yeah. There he is. There's Eddie with his red lipstick on. That's it. Um, Eddie oh, Red-Lay. there he is. Yeah, oh, I yeah. see. There's the Danish girl. Yeah. And that's his wife, who he's married to when he decides that he really wants to have his penis chopped off and be a, boy, and be a girl. Oh, man. Mm, can you imagine? I'm, I'm trying not to, but I can't. Well, I love I mean, the, I, am. I, I can't stop imagining I have to say, it. I have to say, well, we've had so much of that this year, what with Bruce Jenner turning into Caitlin, Abracadabra. 
And I have to say, I love well, Ricky Gervais's thing he, about it. He's done nothing for women drivers because, hello, vehicular manslaughter, nothing ever happened. I got away with it. And then I became woman of the year once I, you know, got some big but, titties and had she, some he, facial reassignment surgery she, done. Caitlin didn't. He, there's, he's still got a penis. She's still got a I know, penis. I know. I didn't say she'd had, she'd had right, surgery. But you said that Eddie Redmayne's character in The Danish Girl, he gets, his, he gets, it, he gets it turned inside out. Well, Talk about inside out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you get it? Yeah, it's not an animated that's one of the other, movie. No, yeah. um, no. When you get your penis uh, turned inside out. Wow. Yeah, because I think it, I'm pretty sure it, yeah, it's the first sexual re- reassignment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Surgery. Game of Thrones, our show, did not win. Yeah, but it's won a lot of stuff and before. I don't feel too sorry Mr. Robot it. won. Hats off to my guest on podcast episode, uh, my, my fan guest who wanted to talk about... Uh, Downloading your consciousness into the internet to be immortal. I, I, I apologize that I can't remember his name right now, but uh, he had told me about that show, Mister Robot, mm. and I still haven't seen it. So, but now I definitely I I haven't seen it, but I will say that I got it on iTunes. I have it. Yeah, I can watch it. Mozart in the Jungle. Are we going to watch that? No. Okay. Casual. No. Orange is the New Black. Seen a bit of it. Uh, Silicon Valley. We I do like, like Silicon Valley. Yeah, have transparent. Any transparent. Talk yeah. about another transgender person. Oh, yeah, I don't think I need to see transparent. Mm-hmm. I don't think I do. I mean, we've been watching episodes. We're in on that. I hear Fargo is good. Yeah, I saw a movie called Fargo once. Yeah, it's a TV show that's based on that. Um, what are you looking down at? Some of these remaining actors. Yeah, I just was wondering who they were. Mm. Yeah, well, you can't know everybody. Idris Elba's funny. I mean, no, I didn't. He's not funny. He's really good. Yeah, Wolf Hall. There's Mark Rylance. He's in Wolf Hall. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I told you. you I know. You, oh, you uh, are I naughty. Fished you in on that one. Yeah, you did. You did. Uh, okay, so we, I think we're coming to the end of. What more do we have to talk about this? Have you made any other Christian Slater? Did you enjoy Christian Slater winning? For his yeah, well, like Mr. I Robot. said, I mean, I haven't seen Mister Robot, um, mm-hmm. and I've got a soft spot for Christian. I have to say, but I really did think that Ben Mendelsohn, who is so unbelievable in Bloodlines, but look at all those guys—they're great. Damien Lewis is a fantastic actress. Alan Cummings, I love him. Cumming, I love him. Tobias Menzies, he's good. We've seen him in a lot of things. He was in um, Rome. He was also in um, what's that? Thing? Is he a Claire Danes? Is he's he a foreigner? Claire Danes. Is he a foreigner? Tobias yep. Menzies. Yeah. So Damien Lewis, foreigner. Tobias Menzies, foreigner. Yeah, but Alan actually, Cumming is he, Alan's from here, isn't he? No, no, he's a Brit. Oh, jeez. And he's Australian. It's three foreigners. Ben Mendelsohn's a foreigner, so it's four foreigners. So the American won. Yeah, yeah, the, the American Hollywood won. Foreign Press Award yeah. for best performance by an actor in a supporting role. Christian Slater, Mr. Robot. Hats off. I'm going to yeah. watch it. I'm going to be watching it. Um, oh, a- no. Tobias Menzies was in another thing. He wasn't in a thing with Claire Danes. He was in another... There's a meat locker scene, and he eats it. It's pretty nasty. <clears throat> our, our encyclopedic knowledge of everything that we've watched and, and being able to... It's pretty, it's pretty great, <laughs> it's pretty, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I hope you're enjoying it out there in podcast land. We do know that Damien Lewis was in Homeland, and he played you know King Henry VIII in Wolf Hall, and he does a nice job as that. Well, and when we were in uh, London, he was on stage in uh, Glenn... Uh, not Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. What was What's the one he was on stage in... Uh, Oh, the L.A. one. Oh, God, it's so sad. No, it's, it's and it's the guy, Paul's Patrick Stanley, that guy? Y- yeah. 
um, the play. Oh, American Buffalo. Yeah, American Buffalo. Oh, God, look at that. I bought that in for a landing. Yeah, you did. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah I did. I was we just... didn't go see it, though. We went and saw um, the um, thing about the dog in the night. Yeah. That was good. So I just watched this movie, which I tried to get you watch to watch, but you weren't interested. Kristen Wiig, Welcome to Me. I just watched that, and so I'm recommending that. I, we haven't seen too many of these movies on uh, nomination, but we have, I guess we have seen a fair, fair lot of them. But uh, Kristen Wiig, Welcome to Me, I really enjoyed that movie. It's quite funny. She wins the lottery and uh, then buys time on cable access and does this show that's just all about her, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's very funny. Hmm. I thought I've thought funny and sweet uh, hmm. well worth my time hmm. welcome to me well I like Kristen Wiig yes. I think she's funny I do too and I think that movie was underappreciated it's got Joan Cusack in it she's pretty funny yes yes Joan Cusack is is good in it and Wes Bentley okay what's the guy name of the guy who's in Trainwreck because he's funny and oh, I liked just him in the second. Suicide Twins he was funny in that I'm going to be able to figure this out and you I, I think you'll I could, do it faster than me yeah. I won't go on my device you go on your device you just were there. There it is. Yeah, here we go. Everyone else will already know it, and they'll think we're ridiculous. Yeah, Bill Hader. Bill Hader, yeah, Yeah, he's guy. from SNL. He's yeah, yeah. great. Everybody knew who he was. When yeah. I said, ah, oh, Brie Larson's in it, too. Look at that. And Colin Quinn. Mm-hmm. Colin Quinn is good. Yep. Yeah, a lot of... People we know. Well, well good, I don't know Brie. Good comedians, yeah. Yeah, yeah David Tell's in it. Um, yeah, directed by Judd Apatow. Also a good comedian. Mm. Funny guy. Nice man. Yeah. Um... So, that was my recommend. What What have you seen that's been... Well, you love Patti Smith. You want to see Patti oh, Smith Oh, yes. My God. Yeah. Forget movies. Go see Patti Smith performing Horses. She was so... She's so fierce and fantastic. She's great. So, she's performing her, her Horses album, but I think it's... This is the end of the tour. I think last night was the end of it. She's done 60 shows or something. Um, and she had Flea on stage with her, so... He's on stage playing his guitar with his bare feet, so she takes off her boots and her He wasn't socks. playing the guitar with his feet. No, he no, was, he, was play- he, was- he had bare feet and he was playing the guitar. She had her son on stage with her, Jackson Smith, and her daughter. I can't remember what her first name is. She's Smith Harris. Gemma. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was just great. So she performed the album, and then you're watching her, and you get slightly worried, like, oh, God, is she only going to perform horses? But then, of course, she doesn't. You know, she performs, you know, because the night and um, power to the people and um, uh, talking about my generation. <laughs> and it was just, yeah, she was. And so the thing is, she's she's got this, you know, fierce, you know, she's iconoclastic. She's, you know, a poetess. She's a fighter. She's a, she's scrappy. She's, um, you know, a hippie, as she said, you know, my generation was going to change the world with sex and drugs and rock and roll and free love and music and, um, and protesting. And, um, but then she's really sweet as well. You know, there's this very sweet side to her. And then in the end, when she's sort of talking about, you know, you've got the freedom and you've got votes and, you know, get out there and do it and, you know, don't accept the corporate takeover of the world. And she even, you know, some in some song at some point of the night got in, you know, background checks. But she does this, you know, she goes off, she gets a, a guitar and starts playing her and Flea in the back, her head's down, she's got her back to the audience. You never see her face at this point, it's just all hair. And she goes absolutely feral animal. And it was just, 
unbelievable. I mean, I was banging my hands so hard on this table. I was sort of drumming my hands on this table that I was dancing behind that I ended up with this bruised thumb. I was like, oh, my ring finger is hurting. Then I was like, man, have I broken my thumb? I'm like, where was the show? I was at the Wilton. Oh, nice. And what happens is there's a you there's standing room right in front of the stage, and then there's seats behind that, and then it sort of tears up. And we were kind of in the last row right behind a barrier, and we had these high tables, and then we were sitting at high chairs. It was a fantastic view. Um, and, and were you allowed – could you go down to the – Standing room in the front, or was that? No, you couldn't. You had to have you, a ticket to that. You, area. Yeah, I think you had to have a ticket to it. But where we were, you could just stand up and dance. And then, luckily, there weren't people to the left of us. Though I have to say, people who go to concerts, it's you shouldn't really talk as loudly as you do. There was one woman behind us. It was like she had Tourette. She'd sort of say things out loud, and the guy she was with, I presume, was her husband or boyfriend. He'd sort of go shh, shh, because she was so loud. But the two mm. guys to the right of my friend, who I went with, just you know, they just one of them just talked the whole time. Oh, um, and then, and that then sounds they, terrible. And then this guy yelled out, sing Gloria. And it's like, she already did sing Gloria. But then about 15 minutes later, she sang Gloria again. She sang it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she sort of did it in the beginning, you know, because she was doing horses. So she did it in that. But then, you know, she must revisit it in another song or she revisited it in this first song. But it was so funny because people were sort of looking around at him as like, uh, she sang that. Yeah, but maybe he came late. I don't know. Anyway, she was fantastic, and I've you know, I've had fun at seeing some. You know, she's sixty nine. Yeah, that's uh, well. Look, that just because you're not twenty something doesn't mean you can't do a good show. She had a drummer from who's been with her since nineteen seventy eight on the stage with her, and then the guy, whoever it was at Capitol Records or wherever she first got signed, he was actually. Um, there last night. Oh, no, she said, I'm thanking, you know, blah, blah, for my first... Actually, Skylar had worked for this guy. My yeah. friend was there with... Well, that was kind of the nice thing, watching the Golden Globes tonight, when Denzel Washington won this sort of lifetime achievement thing. And his he, he didn't really have his speech worked out, but he was thanking some... Normally, I'm not big on agents and lawyers and publicist thanking, but he was thanking these people who were behind him from the beginning of his career, who have, who have passed away. Like, like he was genuinely grateful on behalf of his young self to these people who were now passed on, who, who, who were on the other side of the. Yeah. And if he'd had his glasses, he might've been able to thank the people. who That's the thing. Look, if you're going to win a lifetime achievement award, ladies and gentlemen, please bring your reading glasses because you know, you need them. You're it's, you don't get a lifetime achievement award and also not need reading glasses. By the time you win that thing, you'd need to bring your reading glasses. Yeah. Though we didn't really need, after they'd sort of shown, you know, that huge, because they really went for it showing a body of his work. Right. He didn't need to make, he didn't speech. really need to say anything. It's like well, there it is. It's right up there. This this is a you know this guy's amazing. But you want to reflect back a little bit of that. You know, I love you too. Well, you also, love me. I love you. Nice, yeah, to hear him say what it meant to him because I think that's the thing is when you can sort of put it in to words a little bit for other people. Um, you know, it makes it's meaningful. But you know, I get it. It's it's probably also really overwhelming. I wasn't holding my mic right. <laughs> you got to hold it up closer to you. Well, the thing I noticed in the Golden Globes is that a lot of those poor actors had to bend down because the mic height thing wasn't working in the beginning, so they were yeah. bending down to it. Well, it's I, I feel like they're 
barely just getting away with producing that as a show. You know, it's just it seems like it's kind of a drinking party where they're also trying to do a show in the middle of it. Like well, when Ricky comes on, and, and you know, it's, this has been going on long enough, and he seems like he's already had it. It's like, yeah, I get it. Four times he'd done it. Four times he yeah, said, yeah. "Yeah, yeah, I think this might be the last." Oh, I don't know. I don't know. If they ask him to come back, you think he'll do it again? I'd ask him. Well, yes, I would. Yeah, why not? Yeah, he's I mean, pretty funny. I don't understand people. Well, I guess I've turned down some jobs, so I do understand people turning down jobs, but I don't understand people turning down jobs that I would take. That's what I don't understand. Now, there, now I put my finger on it. Yeah, yeah, um, <clears throat> exactly. There's a, there's a limit to your understanding. <laughs> right. Can you think of any other movies that we've seen and not enjoyed uh, recently, or are we about to, uh, oh, ready to wrap up today? Oh, I think we've really pretty covered it, you know, the... Okay. What, what were the ones we hated the most? Should we do that? Like the, well, no, I think that we've kind of been through it. We'd just be going over ground again, unless you can think of something that we haven't talked about, because I think we've talked about all the ones that we've seen. Yeah, I suppose we have. So let's talk about what we are currently enjoying. What are you enjoying that we're watching on uh, on our on the on telly? television? We're watching episodes. Yeah, yeah, episodes is funny. Love the wife on that, the English yeah. wife. She's really funny and great. And yeah, episodes um, with Matt LeBlanc. Yeah, Matt LeBlanc. And then we watched um, Penny Dreadful, but it's too much for me, like Ripper Street, because we've wa- been watching Ripper Street. Well, and Piggy it's but Blinders. monstery. Penny I know, Dreadful's I know, got but monsters. But yeah, and, yeah but, we watched the first episode, and you bailed. I, I still yeah. haven't. I'll probably watch some more of that. Yeah. Um, well, Wallander with with um, Kenneth Branagh was really great, and the bridge was really fantastic. Yes, the, the bridge Danish we bridges, watched. The, the Danish that bridge. was absolutely fantastic. And the first season of Broadchurch was great. Second season, eh, not so much. But um, Piggy Blinders, everyone I've turned onto that has loved it. Mm-hmm. Killian or Cillian Murphy, Killian Murphy's. I think it's great. Cillian, and I. <laughs> Sam Neill, my countryman. A man who can hold three bottles of wine in one hand. He's great in it. Got a great belt on oh, his accent. I, I think a lot of people could hold three bottles of wine in one hand. For as long as he does? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Well, I think he may hold a Southern Hemisphere record. Yeah, record for, for going around his party and filling up everyone's glasses. Um, and then... Yeah, I found the killing a bit bleak, but you know, Patty Smith loved the killing. She loved that. She, she well, was we have very to watch disappointed. Making a murderer because oh, now I'm hearing yeah, I it from everybody. Yeah. Well, either you you have to get in or out because I'm gonna I want to watch it. it so it's, yeah. you got to get in or out. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, speaking of out, I think it's over and out time. Well, what do you it's think? Shalom from do you, you want to say? Do you have any no. environmental concerns that you'd like to express? Oh, God, yeah, one in a minute, just to recap. No, I the, think we should do another. We yeah. should have another podcast where you talk about your environmental concerns. But just yeah, because uh, Paris happened, everybody. But I've got some opinions about it, so I'll say, save those till next. Why time. Why don't you just say a couple nice things about Mark Ruffalo and Leonardo DiCaprio? Well, Leonardo's definitely my um, my boyfriend when it comes to climate change, climate action, you know, planetary awareness. I thought he was great in The Revenant. Mark, I used to work with years ago at the Olive, and he's fantastic. Which is a restaurant. Uh, yeah, a restaurant. Yeah, he was a bartender. Um, I was a bartender, and I was a waitress. I think when he was a bartender, um, he was pretty poetic and fantastic. And I've, you know, it's fun to see him up there and talking about, you know. His shout out to his bipolar family relatives, like trying to bring the love he feels for his kids and yeah. to sort of to show the human side of 
Is he schiz- no, he's not schizophrenic. He is, you know, he's bipolar. That's what yeah, he's bipolar. I think he's bipolar. In the movie. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, hats off for, fig- for cigarette smoking in a movie. My God, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, anyone who's ever been in a movie and tried had a character that smoked. You think that you're doing yourself a favor because you're a smoker and you're like, oh, now I can smoke while I'm in the movie. But you, that you have to smoke and you have to smoke a lot. It's a lot of... It, it was painful how much smoking you had to do in Infinitely Polar Bear, Mark. It, yeah. Painful, painful. Hats off. I mean, yeah. we've, got, we've got to do something about fracking, but I'm worried about your personal fracking yourself with those cigarettes. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So usually I, I end with a high five. But uh, if you're not up for it because of your thumb injury... Well, we'd have to do my non-Patty Smith. I broke my thumb, you know, you know, doing the beat to talking about my generation. Well, I think we're lying on the wrong side of each other. But let's oh, try it. We can do a high five. Yeah, just okay, don't hurt me. <laughs> that sounded like a slap. I slapped him right on the bum. Everybody, that's what I did. All right, give me a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible kiss. That wasn't a kiss. That was a that was a mouth assault. I did it for joke purposes. Yeah, that yeah, way. yeah. But they can't see it, so they don't even get it. They're like, "Oh, what did he do?" Oh, they that get she it. Had to oh, squirm they away get like that. Oh, I had they to jump it. off the bed. All right, to Thanks escape for... that monster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I love don't you. Don't ever do that again. I love you. <laughs> yeah, I love you too. Okay, okay. That's a, that's my that's the show for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. I, I do enjoy talking to my wife. I hope you enjoyed that talk about movies. I hope there was not too much spoiler alerts, and uh, I hope that some of it was interesting. But that's what I always hope. I hope. Well, we hope and we try and we do our best. That's all we can ask. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. You know that. I've said it before, I'm saying it again, and um, in spite of the terror of knowing what this world's all about, why can't we give love that one more chance? Uh, This is one of my favorite things that um, I like to listen to when I need to feel better about everything. It's uh, Freddie Mercury and David Bowie. Just the vocals for Under Pressure, and that's how I'm going to end the show. Rest in peace. Pressure pushing down on me, pressing down on you, no man has fall. Under pressure that burns a building down, splits a family in two. Puts people on streets. Ba ba bed. Ba ba bed. Eat it up. Eat it up. That's okay. It's the terror of knowing what this world is about. Watching some good friends screaming, let me out. Pray tomorrow gets me higher.
So slashed and torn. Why? 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 Insanity laughs and oppression we're cracking. Can we give ourselves one more chance? Why can't we give love that one more chance? Love's such an old-fashioned word And love dares you to care for The people on the edge of the night And love dares you to change our way of Under pressure Pressure Thank you for listening <laughs>